0: hey folks and welcome to another episode of podcraft this is the show all about podcasting from launching your show to monetization and everything in between i'm colin gray from the podcast host and alitu joined by matthew from the same as always how you doing matthew
1: good day very well um hey. good to be getting together for a wee podcraft episode
0: indeed indeed yeah we want to record a few over the next uh, little while don't we and get back into a, a new season um starting with a wee idea of yourself as well are eh? you going into what are we going to go through matthew today
1: yeah so it was a few months ago we realized wasn't it that the site's kind of 10 year old um which is a it's a it's a, it's a
0: milestone gene in the internet world i know
1: <laughs> I Know it had its own MySpace back in the day, probably, but <laughs> uh, and, and and I realized too that it was um, it was 10 years this year that I'd uh, released my very first podcast episode, so back in 2011, um, 10 even. 10, uh, wait, what year is it? <laughs> it's t- no it's 2021, two yeah, <laughs> I know, nobody knows what year it is anymore, so 2011, yeah, so 10 yeah. years. Um, I think you you beat me by a couple of years, Colin, but certainly 10 plus years experience at your end. I
0: never remember quite because I don't have a record of that very first one because it was done. It was an internal podcast at the university mm, I worked at. So it yeah, was ever, and it was refreshed a bunch of times and turned into this, turned into podcraft. But I think it was 2008. That's what I always claim anyway. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, a long time ago. Anyway, so a lot, a lot of podcasts between us have been uh, launched, and and some have some have done fine, others have uh, fallen by the wayside. But I thought we could maybe go through because the thing is, when you when you set out to start your podcast, there's a lot of things you could be focusing on. There's a lot of things you could be working on, and all of these things don't really warrant the same amount of attention. I mean, they're all they're all important in their own ways, but. Some things, I think, deserve to be focused on a bit more than others because they move the needle. So the idea with this was we kind of are going to go through um, all the different things, the factors that make up your podcast. And we are each calling going to rate... Each thing out of ten, yeah. uh, based on it, how much importance we put into that. Yep. Um, so with ten being the highest, one being the, the lowest, if you like. So, yeah. um, and yeah. then we'll add up our scores. The idea is we'll get a little list, and it will help the listener to gauge how much time they should spend thinking about each thing, yeah. or how much
0: focus to put on it. To prioritize, so, yeah. So the the one that gets the highest score is the factor that's the what we think is the most important part of making a successful podcast, essentially. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And these go from um, everything from things like your mic and equipment, uh, your hosting platform, your cover art, your name, uh, your launch, which I'm sure is going to be controversial, uh, and uh, yeah, all the other parts that go into launching your show, eh? Yeah, -hmm. exactly. So, yeah, based
1: on all these podcasts we've worked on over the years, (laughs) um, we have a rough idea of... um, you know what, what, what ones of these things um, did yeah, kind of move I've the needle, seen, and what ones just didn't, uh, yeah. and weren't weren't worth worrying about too much. So
0: totally, yeah, that sounds cool. Okay, let's talk it through. There's 14 of them though, so we need to make sure we're not, uh, you know, yeah, giving- we need to crack the whip. <laughs> move it along move it along we'll put in plenty of links though eh? so we'll have links for every single one too yeah um, quick update i think it's been a few months since we launched uh since we had an episode we had a parent an episode didn't we like we delved into it because you're uh maybe is this it related or is this just coincidental that we haven't had an episode in a few months and it's uh, also the It'd tiny be, uh, uh, e- tiny wee human in your house
1: I know last time we spoke she'd just been born now. She's away to university. Aye, um she's uh working in a pub part time, so <laughs> uh, they do fly the nest quickly. But um yeah, no, it's all been good. It's been it's been great fun and the main yeah. uh, challenging, but uh hi, oh. no. But if you're out
0: there uh, thinking about having a kid or just had one or um, just want to hear us ranting, then go back and listen to the previous episode all about how to run a podcast while also looking after small humans. So, yeah. And uh,
1: then ironically, didn't put an episode out since then. So. <laughs> <for three months.
0: laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do as we say, not as we do. That's what we always Exactly. Do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a couple of updates. There's a couple of interesting things, isn't there? One one you've been working on in particular to reach a, a new part of the podcast community, Matthew?
1: Yeah, so we're translating um, some of our, our big articles or um, popular articles into Portuguese to serve the uh, markets of um, podcasters and aspiring podcasters in countries like Portugal, obviously, and Brazil. Um, and I dare say there's a couple of other ones out there. But uh, yeah, I've been working with Ananda and Peter to put these together. Um, I can't take any credit, to be honest. I've just kind of been uh, there in the background. They've been doing the the actual work. But yeah, yeah, really good to see a few of those go live already. Uh, So we'll have links in the show notes to those. We've done the how to start. We've done uh, how to name your podcast, a couple others. And we've got a few more in the pipeline too. So nice to be venturing
0: into those markets. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, and we want to expand that out over in the future as well. We're going to see what the response is like, hey eh? See what... Uh, this is kind mm. of the first opportunity we had, the first language we had the chance, um, somebody good to work with on it, um, and it's a pretty popular one. So we thought we'd give this one a go, see how the demand is for that, and then hopefully expand it into others in the future. Yeah. Um, the other one I wanted to mention is... Um, we, I'll briefly go into this, but I think I'll probably talk about it a bit more in a future episode as well. But we've kind of reorganized the way that we kind of talk about all the elements of what we do now. We've always had the podcast host, obviously. That's kind of the main company that we run. The com is our big site. Podcraft is our podcast. But then we had the podcast host academy as well. Um, and we've got a few other things in amongst all that too, different products and courses and things. And we just kind of, a couple of months ago, we were just thinking, how does this all tie together? And we actually ended up, we wanted to bring our community. We had a community around Diality, which is our podcast maker app. And We wanted to bring that out into the open and really allow it much more people to join that in and put much more resource into that and try and bring around you know, more chats and conversations and just you know, create a cool place for people to, to hang out and talk podcasting and to get all our resources and our courses and our free stuff and do live events and all that kind of thing and bring a bunch of value. And it ended up, we just thought, do you know what, PodCraft is really the kind of the brand that we're most into. It's the bit that a lot of people identify with. I think this podcast, um, we've been lucky enough that, you know, we've got thousands of people listening to every episode and, and, it, and it's really cool. And people like the concept, the PodCraft, I always loved the idea of it being a craft you know it's not just tech it's not just you know playing around with geeky stuff on the internet which is what it was years ago these days it's an art podcasting to do it well it's the art of podcasting and that's what the craft around it was how to get better skills around podcasting from presenting to you know confidence to to then into the technical stuff as well so it includes the whole lot so we've renamed it really so we've created the pod craft community so the PodCraft community is now our free community where people can get just about everything that we do um, and can upgrade into, we've got a few free courses in there, a bunch of free resources like checklists and stuff like that. We'll be doing live events in there often as well. We've got one coming up this Friday, which is the, what is it today? The 14th. So it's probably like the 17th, 18th. I'm not sure what Friday is actually. It's Friday. Friday's the 17th, <laughs> so we've got a free event coming up on 17th of December, um, and we'll be growing stuff in there and really adding in as much as we can. So um, that was just to say that that's out there now, the PodCraft community, and that's kind of tying into the Academy as well, which will now be the PodCraft Academy as well, and they'll be tied together so that if you're in the Academy, whether you're on the free tier, getting the kind of the standard courses, or whether you're on the paid tier, getting all the courses that people pay for in the Academy. Um, you'll be using the community to really get that support and extra, you know, just you know, the community spirit of all the other podcasters in there too. So you can pop over to that if you go to um, well the show notes. I'll give you. <laughs> It'll be. I'll, I'll let's make a short link. I'll make a thepodcasthost.com forward slash community, and I'll take you to um, the PodCraft community to sign up if you fancy it. Good that was stuff. Good nice day, Matthew. <laughs> I'll do. I'll do. All right. Well, let's get into it. What's the list? Bring me in. I want. I want to start scoring stuff. I want to start. Giving All right. Do Do you
1: want a quick run through of the stuff we're going to cover first, then, before we dive into the first one? Uh, no. I want to. Score no. You, you just want to. Just want to be told. Okay. Yes. Let's start <laughs> at number one then. Uh, Number one is defining your target audience. We need to think about these uh, a score of uh, one to ten, like I say, one yeah. being of minimal importance, ten being of utmost importance.
0: So, what's mm-hmm. your what's your thoughts on this, Colin? Okay, target audience. I think are we are we allowed like a thirty second pitch for our score? We'll be trying to yeah, of, that? Course, wow. of course, Okay, thirty seconds. So, defining target audience. This is the bit that people always miss, I think, and it's one of the most important parts of the whole process to me because if you don't know who you're speaking to then you're speaking to no one if you don't know who you're speaking to you'll put your message out you'll create a name you'll create artwork and it won't be targeted at any particular person and it'll be just average it'll be just meh and no one will care and no one will listen so to me this is 10 this is a 10. 10 yeah
1: um yeah I've went nine um and I I do think it's the most important thing I've just the reason I've not went to 10 yeah. Is because I think there is some wiggle room yet, you know. I think if you're um you can be kinda of in the ballpark and you can maybe whittle it down over your first couple of episodes. Yeah. So that that's the reason I've not went to ten. I think you can get away with putting a couple of episodes out there, um, even if you've not a hundred percent nailed down the yeah. the this then that
0: sort of cool well that's interesting yeah i I like it but i would suggest that you still i would i would suggest still putting the work in to define what you think is your target audience for those first few episodes but i totally agree that it's an ongoing process it changes every five episodes every 10 episodes you check in you see was i right or it's changing and you adapt it as you go so yeah it's a never-ending one i think which is even more a 10 to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's a that's a fat 19. Um, <laughs> struggle to beat that, I reckon. Um, uh, so it's a,
0: are you noting uh, down this or I? Uh, yeah, case, I've, I've noted it down, yeah. The target keeper. noted okay. it down. Perfect. All right.
1: Uh, numero dos uh, is your podcast's name.
0: Okay. Uh, do, you want, do you want alternate turns? You go first this time.
1: All right. Um, I've given this eight. Um and i have uh, been known to give very boring descriptive names to podcasts that i've created <laughs> over the years uh, and it's to be honest it's worked very well they get yep. found well in search not just in podcast directory search but in google as well yeah um and i don't really buy into the thing, the, the the idea that you know a boring name um Maybe it is a boring name, but I don't think anyone cares about that. Like they're not, they're not excitedly tuning into a podcast because it's got some weird, exciting, esoteric name. So yeah, I think yeah. go as boring and descriptive as possible, uh, and you can get good
0: results from that because you're going to pick up more listeners. Yep, I agree. I, th- I think there's some areas which is which are lucky in that they can create a kind of funny, humorous, pun-based name that also describes what the show does. Um like ours doesn't really, does it? Podcraft. It's it's like it's got the pod in there, but every podcast is a podcast, so it's not that good. Um Hostile Worlds, one of our shows, is kind of cool. Like it's it's quite dramatic, but it also slightly describes what the show's about. So yeah, I think it's possible, but I think you're right. I think when it comes down to it, if you could just go boring, like the mountain bike show, the um the personal trainer show, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing does well. So yeah, totally all right i'll give it you said an eight didn't, I? didn't you i think i yeah. mean i think this is a i think next to the target audience this is one of the next most important ones because that really then grabs people um i'm gonna say nine
1: nine yeah Good stuff uh okay then next up on our list is uh your cover art so uh,
0: you want to you want to lead off on this one, Colin? Yeah, cover art matters, I think. Um, but I think a big factor in why cover art matters is because you should have your podcast name on your cover art. So it's kind of a way... My favourite cover art is basically the podcast's name, Dramad Up, basically. <laughs> you take the name and you make it look cool so that people see the name, they think, oh, I know what that's about right away. And it's well designed and it's nice... Um, so it looks like there's going to be a professional show so that's what your cover art is essentially catches the eye and makes the person read the name Um, so I think next to the name it's probably next most important so I'm going to start I'm going to count down here to eight Um, so the cover art is really important but it's second to the name because the name's kind of the primary part of the cover art to me Mm.
1: yeah I, I initially thought I would give this I'm going to give it a six and I thought I was going to give it higher but I was thinking back, like, I can't remember ever not listening to a podcast because I didn't really like the cover art. So, <laughs> um, you know, if I've maybe searched for a particular topic or episode on something yeah, yeah. and I found a podcast and it was like, you know, that, that episode looks like exactly what I'm looking for here. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think there could possibly be a situation where I'd be like, but you know what, that cover art's not very nice. Yeah. Um, That would lead to me literally not trying the yeah the uh, the podcast. So uh, that's the reason I'm going
0: to drop to six for that. I get you, I get you. But when I'm scrolling through, there's plenty of shows that I haven't even noticed or haven't even thought. Should I listen to that because Mm. the cover art hasn't caught my eye? Yeah, so that's not. Yeah,
1: I wonder if then. Yeah, it's. It it depends on maybe the crowdedness of the market of that content. So like you've got. 10 potential episodes that you could check out. Yeah, then at that point, the one with the cover art, you maybe just won't get around to it. So yeah, Yeah. I accept that.
0: No, but it's a valid point on the sex call. Okay, go for it.
1: Uh, The next one then is the average episode length. So Mm -hmm. um, I've I've gone three on this. I've gone very low. Um, I think that having a level of consistency... Having that uh, sort of average, you know whether that's between half an hour and 45 minutes or that, I think that's good. I don't really think you would get away with doing three minutes one week, an hour and a half the next week, two hours the next week, five minutes you know I think that would just be a bit mental um but I don't think I don't think your show will live and die just on your episode lens, so I think it's just about letting the content dictate the the flow. Um, and sticking to that but i don't think you could really say you know my episodes are going to be 5 minutes long therefore the show will be good or bad or or do well or won't so yeah
0: yeah, yeah totally i i would do the same i'm going to go for maybe slightly higher because i think you're right that it needs to have at least a ballpark yeah like you say not five minutes to an hour next week but actually if you do a five minute show and then you drop an hour long show the following week just because it justifies it then you'll be fine your listeners will appreciate it so yeah i might say i'm gonna say four for this one um yeah that's it i think the only the only little fact the only little booster for that as well is that i think that episode length can be a unique factor as well so you can put your episode length into helping your show succeed if it's quite a unique length as in it could be really short maybe it's only two minutes every single day or it's super long like it's a three four hour episode but released once a month like you know dan carlin or you know the huge big um kind of massive episodes that you sometimes see so it can be a unique factor as well so that can tie into it but nah you don't need to stick to any particular average
1: yeah i like the thought of doing a show called the one minute tip but the episodes are like 20 odd minutes long so (laughs) the tips in there the one minute tips in there somewhere but you've got to sit through 25 minutes of waffle to find it exactly
0: (laughs) cool what's up next
1: uh release frequency episode release frequency um, who was it
0: to go first I've lost track you went last time so uh, you go for it though there's somebody saw in the background go
1: good um, so release frequency I've went seven here I think that, I think it's pretty important I don't think it's the be all and end all but um, you know if you you maybe hit a weekly schedule for a while and then maybe you disappear for two months and then you come back and it's fortnightly and stuff like that it, I suppose that could put put listeners off um especially if they find your show and they kind of look at your back catalog and see that there's not a huge amount of consistency so um yeah gonna go seven on this
0: what about you yeah i think i think this is high i think frequency makes a difference i think consistency makes a huge difference um and it's not i'm not going to score this based on um what frequency you choose um although that can be a factor like i don't think necessarily daily is better than weekly or weekly is better than fortnightly although weekly is a nice frequency because it kind of ties into life routines and stuff like that but um i think just being able to stick to something so that people know what to expect is really important i think that's really good so like if you can stick to weekly or you can stick to fortnightly i think that makes a big difference to your growth so i'm going to give it an eight good stuff uh, next up then
1: is your episode titles. What's your thoughts on on that, Con?
0: I think these make a difference as well. I think we've talked about this, haven't we, the fact that when people are searching in, the, uh, in any of the directories, it used to be really important in iTunes. Uh, iTunes, <laughs> going back about Apple Podcasts, it still is important in Apple Podcasts. You type in a... A keyword and it'll show you podcasts but it'll also show you episodes related to that keyword so your episode titles are a way to be found really importantly it also ties into the website like if you've got your podcast website and you've got all your episodes show notes on that website then people type in phrases questions problems into google and your individual episodes can show up as solutions to those problems because of the titles the titles are the main way that you know, Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts decide um, whether this content is going to solve that problem. So the titles are a big search factor, like how people find you. They're a big discoverability thing. Um, so I'm going to give them a eight as well. Go eight?
1: Um Yeah, I've went high with this. I've went nine. I think it's really important. You know, nothing makes me roll my eyes more than coming across a, a podcast that's, um, you know, episode 16. Episode seventeen, or like the name of the the name of the show. Of the uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, aye. So like you know, PodCraft episode forty two, and you're like, "Well, <laughs> that's just really unhelpful, isn't it?" <laughs> uh, so yeah. um, the, the only was- I go on, sorry.
0: I was going to say the, the only sort of uh, the second one to that is people's names. So into so uh, episode twelve, ep- interview with Matthew McLean, aye, and, like- a chat with Bob <laughs> Smith. <laughs> you thinking well Bob yeah. could be
1: anyone couldn't he exactly. um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah I, you know, I, I think it's really important um, frustratingly I, I still don't think, I use Overcast which mm-hmm. I have very few complaints with mm-hmm. but I, I don't think it searches um, episodes so I think say for example I wanted to find a, an episode on the be- best podcast Mike, I would need to I would need to find Podcraft in Overcast, then internally search Podcraft mm, for that yeah, episode. Yeah. I think that's a bit annoying. Um yeah, Apple yeah. Podcasts on my phone is the place I'll go if I just want to look for an episode on something because yeah, it'll search yeah. episodes too. So yeah, uh, yeah. but I still think it's hugely important. <laughs> Aye, yeah.
0: To me it's more the external search, actually. It's Google. It's like people just doing a random search on the internet and they come mm. across, they stumble across a podcast episode of this random podcast they've never seen before um that answers their question and they're like oh i don't even listen to podcasts very much but look, this is this solves my exact problem so i'm going to listen so it kind of it attracts new listeners as opposed to try and persuade podcast listeners existing podcast listeners to listen to another show that's one of the reasons i think they're really important cool uh,
1: next one I could feel a rant coming on for this one uh, <laughs> your launch so what we mean by launch is like the whole the whole process of taking the the podcast from the planning stage to getting out yeah, there and yeah, suddenly it's yes. in all the directories and and yeah. you know you're doing stuff around uh, promoting it and stuff like that so um, yeah your launch thoughts on that Colin
0: <laughs> alright I'm going to be melodramatic and give it a zero I, a zero because, yeah I mean good <laughs> so justification is that it doesn't really i don't think for most people i don't think it has any effect on the long-term success of your show it doesn't matter what you do at launch in fact most of the time at launch just get the damn thing out there and start producing start talking to your listeners and start you know seeing what your show really should be because often those first five ten episodes you haven't a clue really what you're like we talked earlier about defining your target audience you're probably going to change that loads over the five ten episodes you first release so just get it out there and start finding out really what you want to talk about what your listeners want to hear what type of people you're going to bring on the show if it's an interview show what you and your co-host actually enjoy talking about if it's a co-hosted show all that stuff the i mean the the counter argument is if you already have an audience So if you already have a blog that's successful, you already have a social media following that's successful, it might be that you do want to do a bit of a launch and try and persuade a lot of them to start listening to the show right away. But again, counter argument to that is maybe you don't want to do that because if you already have an audience, you want to make sure the show is great and hits the point before you actually push it on your whole audience. So maybe you still want to only do five or 10 episodes on the quiet and only really tell them later. So, yeah, I think zero.
1: Yeah so I've went to um and it was was with the uh, you know the two the two lowly points were uh with that example you've given con so you know say I'm an author and I've already got an email list uh it would be you know it's, it's a no brainer to uh, tell that email list about my podcast um but I I don't see it as some big grand launch type thing uh I think where confusion comes over this is like if you're uh, a big company releasing a product or something like that, you know, yeah, y- yeah. Y- you want it to launch well. It books yes. and stuff like that on Amazon. You know, you hear how important it is for a new book to do well in a certain amount mm-hmm. of days. Yeah. Um, podcasting is just not like that at all. You know, there's no, there's nothing like that that's going to make it live or die in those those first couple of days or weeks. So, um, yeah, your launch could be. Nothing at all and your podcast could still be very successful.
0: Sounds good. Okay, cool. What's next?
1: Uh your show format. So uh that could, you know, whether it's an interview show, a co-hosted show, a solo show. Um I went for a three on this. I think any any show format could be done really well or really badly. Um and you could mix it up. I just, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's important at all uh, to determine whether your show's going to do well or not. Don't know what your thoughts on that are.
0: Yeah, this is an interesting one actually because I think you're right. Any format can work, but only if you put a bit of thought into it. I think, I think it's really important to think about your format carefully um because some formats can work better than others in certain situations and there's such a tendency um or certainly there was in the past for people just to opt for interview shows just by default and in that case like it becomes an important factor because if you just opt for an interview show and just start interviewing the same old people in your niche then you're not going to succeed because it's boring it's the same as everyone else so on that sense the format's really important because. If you choose the the default or you just don't put much thought into it, it can have a big effect on your growth. Whereas if you actually think about right, what I'm going to talk about is um, blah, 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 exercise, let's say, personal training. Um, I could give like just the same old, I'll interview personal trainers on this and that'll be boring. But if I actually go out there and make an effort to find a co-host... I think, right, I'm going to go for a co-host because it's good chemistry, it's, you know, bring in some extra um, expertise, some stuff that fills gaps that I have, then that can make a big difference and it can be much more unique in your space. And there are unique formats as well, like, uh, you know, if you have three hosts or if you have a a roundtable format or if you have some kind of documentary format or you bring in segments like you've got a news segment plus uh, an info segment plus a quiz segment, that kind of thing. Those are all format choices. And for all those things, I think is quite a big factor in your success. If you put a lot of thought into it, it can have a big effect so i'm going to give it a seven because it's not make or break but i think it can have a big effect cool uh, next up then your microphone and equipment <laughs> so how are we going to judge this one this is interesting too because on one hand it's a zero because it does not matter whatsoever um, if you've got a great, if you've got like a $300 mic versus a $100 mic. Um, but it does matter if you've got a $50 mic versus your internal laptop <laughs> microphone. So, mm-hmm. how, are you, how are you judging it?
1: I'm more thinking, I, I'm taking the assumption that you need something. I mean, obviously, yes. uh, it's a 10 if you have nothing to record yes. your. Uh, so we need it. It's just yeah. um I'm thinking of it as like how much time you spend worrying about it. So I've I've uh, okay. to spoil it, I've given it a four. I just okay. I don't think it's I think it's just that there's just so much good stuff yeah. out there. It's yes. almost it's almost impossible not to pick something that would work. Yeah. Um yeah. so I, I I think the the time you should spend on it is so minimal, you know, this just buy yeah. something that you can yeah. afford and, and yeah. get on yeah. with it
0: yeah i agree that's a good good way to think about it yeah so i'm gonna say uh, i might even go lower actually i might go two because it's it's literally a 30 second decision just go and buy a samsung qtu plug it in by usb and start talking
1: (laughs) yeah and (laughs) uh, and I, i think another factor is just you know that there is literally no correlation between the gear that you invest in and use and the growth of your podcast like it you know the, the the blue snowball you could have the most po- popular show in the world it doesn't sound the best but nobody's yeah. going to know like yeah. um whereas you could have the you know the high pr40 or whatever and it won't it won't get you one extra listener
0: so no no, no. once you hit the, i think i say a 2 or all and a zero just because it, you have to hit that minimum so you have to buy something to plug in but mm. <laughs> well, literally just just Buy any decent USB mic and and there's so many recommendations out there that that means it takes you yeah, a 30 second choice and that's it and don't overcomplicate things so you've got your mic and equipment here like um, you know people get mixers and digital recorders and all that kind of stuff and that can be cool and it can be good fun to play with later on and once you've got an established audience by all means start thinking about it a bit more if you really want to but it doesn't have much effect on your show at all.
1: Yeah, it ties into the next one actually because the next one's recording environment, okay. and you know I would argue that that is substantially more important more, yeah. to the sound of your podcast than what you're actually recording with. Would you agree with that, Colin?
0: Absolutely. Yes. Totally. So you're higher up on this one.
1: I've went eight for that. Yeah. You know I yeah. think you could you could have the Roadcaster, the the PR40 or whatever, um, the Electro Voice Ari rv 20 or whatever you call yeah, it and yeah. uh, you could you could have all of that stuff and set it up in your your bathroom or the classic one down a well you know if there's any <laughs> wells in your village um and find out just how good that gear sounds which will be yeah. uh, not very good at all not very.
0: <laughs> yeah totally yeah i agree I, I would go exactly the same actually that'd be my gut feel eight because it's um certainly not the most important because you could uh, I mean, it, it, well, today I'm recording and there's blooming Workman downstairs sawing. <laughs> it's not ideal, but uh, it's good enough. Um, and I'd rather get a show out rather than wait another week to find the perfect situation. So I don't think you should put, you know, because it's saw <laughs> you could put, I, I don't think you should put things off. I don't think you should be so perfectionist that... It stops you creating and stops you being consistent, but it is a big factor in how <coughs> your mic sounds, how you sound, um, and it's one of those things that you can set up and kind of set and forget as well. So it's something worth putting the time into.
1: Yeah, and a, a good a good recording environment. You know, the listener might conjure up images of like professional radio studios or that, and that's yeah. not what you need. You just need. Um, some nice sort of soft surfaces and absorbent. Um, you know, making sure that your your voice isn't bouncing around the room, and uh, that you're free from too much unnecessary distractions. Like for example, saws or any <laughs> any minute now, baby crying.
0: So yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's the background noise, really. Okay, sounds good. What we got next?
1: Uh, we've got your recording and editing software.
0: All right. Um, Am I allowed to pitch here?
1: Yeah, go for
0: it. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think this is, on one hand, it's not really that important. I think it depends on what you want to choose. So if you want to go in there and um, create a really highly produced show and like do a lot of editing, cut out all your ums and ahs and have loads of layers of music and all that kind of stuff, like you do, Matthew, on your um, audio drama shows, I don't think it really matters which package you choose, eh? Like um, you go Audition, Pro Tools, um, Reaper, whatever it is you want to go. Uh, I don't think it really matters. They're all good. Choose the one that suits your workflow, the one that you like. But on the other hand, um, I mean, this is the exact reason we, we created Ality, our podcast maker app, because on the other hand, it actually has a big effect on consistency, on quality, on stress, on on how often you can get your show out there. And editing should be the thing that you don't spend your time on, really. It should be the thing that's, you know, outsourced if you can, if you've got budget to pay somebody else to do it so that you can just spend all your time on the content design and the speaking and the presenting skills and really creating great content and getting to know your audience and talking to your audience and engaging with your audience and promoting your show and all the other things that are more important than you should do that um and that is that's exactly why we created too, so that it would automate a lot of it it would make all the editing and production a lot easier like make it take way less time so that you didn't have to stress about any of that side of things so what am i going to score on that sense i think i think i'll give it um and people out there can I, it can call me biased or not but i'm going to give it an 8 because i think genuinely that choice does make a difference um so yeah, that's what I'll go for.
1: Yeah, I, I struggled to score this one. I could I could have went very low, or very high. Um I could have went very yeah. low on that's the same, basis yeah. of like just pick a thing and use it yeah. and it will be go fine. Um <laughs> but then like there are more complexities. You know, you need you need a thing that works and works well and it, it's almost like a good a good piece of software for recording and editing. You almost you don't want to notice it. it yeah. It, yeah it's yeah, not like true. it's not the that's thing fact, you're true. always thinking about yeah it just works yeah. you know you yeah. use it it does exactly. what you need it to do and it just works that's so true. i've gone a seven yeah like i say yeah. i could i could have dropped to three i could have went to nine i struggled yeah. with this um
0: yeah.
1: but yeah yeah I've I gone think a seven.
0: The, yeah to me it depends on that choice it's the you do you want to go easy hands off um or are you a techie um sort of type person who really wants to learn that stuff like some people love it like we've got plenty of folk that i don't recommend all to at all um to because they want to get in there and they want to learn it and they're into audio engineering and figuring out noise reduction and and uh, eq and compression and all that kind of stuff and that was me like five years ago i loved that stuff so interesting um but these days it's just like i just enjoy the, the content creation and i just want the the editing to just almost happen by itself <laughs> so yeah we don't have enough time to play around with it anymore. All right.
1: uh, next up then is your hosting platform um, <laughs> again I had a wee think about this um, I've settled mm-hmm. on a 5 mm-hmm. I, I think it's similar to the, the gear and equipment that yeah. there yeah. are just so many very good hosting platforms out there you'd almost yeah. struggle to choose a bad one um, yeah. funnily yeah. enough you know I talked about my first ever podcast like the, the first um, few podcasts that I put out there was on a hosting platform called Jellycast i don't know if it still exists but oh, yeah. <laughs> um and they 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 were proper old school and like um yeah. you know they they cut they cut the show off because it, um got too many downloads and it was like you know if you want us to turn it back on for the rest of the month it was like 40 quid and uh, yeah. so i just had to you know accept that um new listeners who found us for the rest of that month just couldn't listen to the show um so that was very frustrating but you don't you don't hear a stuff like that happening these days even okay. uh, media hosts who have those download limits they're not going to cut you off you know they're going to get in touch and say look we'll, we'll let it pass this month but we might need to see about upgrading you but yeah
0: uh,
1: as far as i know nobody's going to turn the tap off um yeah. and so many media hosts they, they offer so many good um features and, and services and, you know, good customer service will give you a good website. Like I say, you, you just yeah. really, you'd struggle to find a bad one. So I'm going for five yeah. on this.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, um, I'm going to pretty much copy you here. I think it's a very middle of the road one as well. I'm going to go five too, because I think, <clears throat> excuse me, as you say, it's hard to choose a bad one. Um, As long as you just say, like, I mean, our favourite what are our favourite three at the moment in our hosting? We've got like Captivate, we've got Transistor, we've got Castos for different reasons. Castos is great for WordPress stuff. Captivate's is great for like tons of different features. Like they're always launching new stuff like Dynamic Ads and all that kind of caper. Choose one of them and you will do fine. Um, I think some of them have... do. Oh yeah, sorry, Buzzsprout too. That was the other one. Yeah, I was struggling to remember there. So yeah, there's four we t- generally recommend. Buzzsprout is just like great and simple and and good good value um and there's some of them have individual features like so if you want to if you know that you want to have dynamic ads in there then maybe go with captivate but if you know you want to do um like tie in really strongly with an existing wordpress website then castos is great so maybe it is kind of important to choose the right one based on your real individual needs but then again they're all developing new features they're all releasing new stuff really quickly and really well um, and the the maybe the deciding factor here is that it's actually really easy to swap. (laughs) Like you can move between hosts really simply, can't you? Mm. You just say, oh, actually, I think I made a mistake here and I'll go over and I'll move from here to there. Um, And the the new one will suck in your RSS feed. You just put a redirect on the old one and that's your show moved. Um, The main downside is you'll lose your, your kind of historic stats. But I mean, nobody tracks their overall downloads over the years these days, do they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know
1: that's a solid uh a solid score for it, I think. Yeah, the hosting hosting platform. Spend not that much time on it. Just pick one and, and you'll be fine. Um oh we've got we've got another rant on the way. Um the thirteenth of our fourteenth. So social media. Um social media the importance of social media when it comes to running a podcast. Do you want to lead yeah. off on this one, Con?
0: Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're probably not the best people to judge this because we, neither of us are um, particularly good at social media, are we? Um, we struggle to put the time in that's needed. I've, I mean, I've seen shows grow really well because they do social media well. Like you do some stories on Instagram and you stick with it and you grow an audience that's really engaged, that can really help you grow your podcast. Um, and all the other ones are the same, like uh, people that get on TikTok early and grow an audience there or like use live shows on Twitter or Clubhouse or whatever. So I think it can be Um effective i can be, can be really effective but then we've grown all our shows without much social media at all because we don't really enjoy that platform we much prefer long form evergreen media like um like video or blogging or podcasting <laughs> so it's a kind of middle of the road one for me it's certainly not going to make or break your show but it could help so let's go with a
1: six six uh, you got a guess on what i'm going here con I'm going to say zero. <laughs> yeah, it's a fat zero. Yeah. yeah. So the reason I'm opting for zero, I suppose, is I think that any potential pros of using social media are vastly outweighed by the cons. I think they're they're just not nice places to be. You know, Facebook, Twitter, they're not great companies. They've not got good ethos. Uh, they're highly distracting, often quite toxic places. So I'm not saying that, like, there are no examples of somebody doing quite well on social media, uh, which has led to, to more audience numbers, I guess. I'm just saying that it's it's highly unlikely that it's going to be that impactful. And it's quite likely that it's not going to improve your life. In fact, it might uh, make your, make your life a lot worse, especially in the current climate. So I would say, you know, if you absolutely must use social media, uh, for Christ's sake, get it off your phone. You know, m- make some time, small amount of time each day or each week to go on there on your computer and do what you need to do. But don't, uh, don't spend your time looking at it on your phone, especially scrolling through news feeds and stuff like that. So uh, that's my rant on social media, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a big fat zero.
0: Okay, a big six for social media overall. Great stuff.
1: And it brings us on to the fourteenth one of the list. Uh, your website, your podcast website. Um, yeah, I've gone. Uh, I've gone a respectable seven on this. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having a and, and you know gone are the days where you need to um, actually like spend money and get like a web designer and that. And it's not too difficult to to do one on like Bluehost or that, but services like um, Podpage and we've spoke about the media hosts. Uh, the, 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 the sort of web pages that they'll create for you, they're often very good um, yeah. so it's it's really easy to get a website and yeah. it's just, it's good from the point of view of like linking to your, your podcast you know, I yeah. really don't like to see somebody putting out a link to a new episode and it's like iTunes or you know Apple um, and yeah. they're just assuming that you're going to go and listen there whereas if you send them to your own website you've got all the info you need there um if it's a business as well, you know, you've got all your funnels and stuff in place. So I think it's um I think it's pretty important
0: your website. That's it. I would say I would say even higher. I'm gonna give it a nine. Nine. Because I think there's almost no point in having a podcast unless you've got a purpose for it. I mean, every podcast has a purpose, doesn't it? Whether it's pure entertainment, um, you know, it's just a comedy show, but the purpose is still to grow an audience, to engage an audience, to try and get them to listen more regularly to, you know, and, and that's all about having a place for them to go to engage with. So they might listen to the podcast, but then you want to send them in and have them sign up for your email list where you're going to send them even more funny stuff, entertainment stuff, um, and give them, you know, different things and and get them to engage in a community or You know, all that stuff. I think there's so much around the purpose that you have in your podcast, the calls to action you give to your listeners. And I mean, this is obviously 100% necessary for anyone who's running a show that's based around a business or you want to earn some money from or anything like that. You need that funnel, like you say, like, where are you going to send people at the end of every show to try and turn them from casual listeners into fanatical fans? And the website is all about that's what it's all about. Um, like you say there's really easy ways to do it so you don't need to worry about how to create it but i think you do need to put a lot of thought into what's on that site like and and the episode titles come into this and the podcast name comes into this and the target audience comes into this because all of that ties into the the copy that's on your website that then turns people into fanatical fans and the final part of it as well is searchability it's discovery <clears throat> we talked about um, people finding you on google earlier on the website is where they're going to find you if it's text you know rather than trying to convert existing podcast listeners into your show, they might have to give up other shows to do that, to fit more time in. Why not find people who don't even really listen to podcasts so far? They're searching in problems. They're typing in problems into Google and they find your site because you've put a bit of time into the website. You've got the titles are all well-named. You've got a good copy and every one of your show notes that expands out on it. And Google sees it as valuable information and therefore they send people over to your website. So that's why I think it's that important.
1: I've just, uh, while you were talking there, Colin, I've just been totaling up the, the scores oh, nice. there. All right, I'm going to start at the bottom. Cool. Uh, so the very bottom then, with two points, was your launch. Are you surprised at that, Colin?
0: No, not really. No, that's good. I like it.
1: Uh, second bottom, then with six points, all of which were uh, given by Colin, was uh, social media. So uh, social media, bringing up cow's <laughs> tail there. Um, down at twelfth uh, place with six points, we had your microphone and equipment. So that might be surprising to a few folks.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot. Well, it's it's the one that everyone thinks is important when it's not really, isn't it? Mm. It's a funny one yeah Um then we
1: have your average episode length with 7 points Um yeah with, just with the caveat that try and be consistent but you know it's not um, it's not something to, to obsess over certainly okay, Um with 10 points in 10th place your hosting platform so I think we were in agreement there that you'd struggle to find a bad one just pick one and Yep. Embrace it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was level with your show format that picked up ten points as well. In ninth place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that seems right. In eighth place, your cover art that got fourteen mm-hmm. points in total. Yeah. Um getting into the sort of most uh, more popular ones now, uh, more higher ranking ones. You're recording and editing software that got fifteen points in seventh place. Okay, yeah episode release frequency was was level with that on 15 points. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fifth place, so we've got the top five here. Uh, In fifth place, your website. That picked up 16 points in total. Mm -hmm. In fourth place, your recording environment on 16 Mm -hmm. points as well. Yeah, that seems right too. Uh, So the top three. In third place, your episode titles with 17 Uh points. Yeah, So worth paying a bit of attention to those. Um, Definitely, um, and setting place your podcast's name that's really important 17 points as yeah. well on that uh,
0: so that was a justifies like all the time you know people are always uh, that's always the hardest part <laughs> but that's why it is important it's a, it's a worthwhile um thinking about properly but then again we had, we did say it's important just to go with the boring uh, bog standard that's what it said in the tin type thing <laughs> Uh, and
1: top place no real surprise here defining your target audience Uh, that was just one point shy of full marks uh, and that was my fault drop my drop my point on that (laughs) but uh, yeah obviously very important for lots of obvious reasons I think we've covered so far so
0: indeed great stuff Cool. That was fun to go through, actually, Matthew. I hope that was useful to everyone. Obviously, if you want any guides to any of these, we kind of went into a little bit of detail. But if you're out there thinking, all right, so um, defining your target audience, how do I actually go about that? Well, go to the show notes, go over to podcraft.net and you'll see a list of all our episodes. and You'll be able to see this one um, right there. Uh, go in there show notes and you'll see links to all of the guides we have <clears throat> to all of these all of these uh, different things from choosing the right name to what makes good episode titles to you know choosing good mics and mixers so that you can just you know pick one and go for it <laughs> so they'll all be there over at podcraft.net